today is April 9th, 2020, and this is Super the Hardest. And like another week in paradise, we are your hosts, <laughs> John, Mo, Dave. Here we are! Yeah, still, still doing this. What's a, what's a good name for this? Is it like Quarrencast or, I don't know. I, I got nothing. Pandemic cast. I don't know. Pandemic cast. Yes. <laughs> Pod COVID. Pan bros. Pandemic bros. Hmm. Huh? I don't know. I don't know. But uh, we're huh? Peter. We're... Peter pandemic bros. <laughs> Mo, <laughs> Mo, your basement is looking like a like you're sitting in a small supply room. Yeah, it's what it feels <laughs> it's like, like now. Uh, there's a cardboard box behind you. Yeah, did you get rid of your shelves back there? No, I'm just sitting where John usually sits. Oh, okay. Oh, I see. I see. Yeah. All right. Yep. Trying this chair out. I like this view. Yeah. You keep it warm for me. <laughs> mm. We'll be back sometime uh, late, late 2020, <laughs> early May 2021. Maybe. So we are in what, like week four of this shit? <laughs> Maybe. Yeah. Something like that. Yep. Something. Um, how are you holding up this week? Are you are you doing any better or worse than last time? I'm drinking less. Yeah, I haven't I haven't had a drop for five days, and that's quite consciously. <laughs> yep. Despite I despite haven't... the uh, influence of my sister and wife, yesterday they were like, "Come on, just have one," and I'm like, "Fuckers!" <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's new. Your sister's there now. Yeah, yeah. Um, She's been living with us for just over a week now. Um, and it's going great. I mean, you know, she's she blends yep. right in with the scenery, you know? Yeah. Yep. And it's and she's bored out of her fucking mind. I so she is. Yeah, so she's like, she she can't really she's go like, anywhere. Can I, uh, Can I maybe play some retro Saturn games? <laughs> <laughs> um, so she's uh, she's cooking a lot. She's cooking dinner for us just about every night. Yeah. Um, wow. That's yeah, cool. and uh, and like taking care of at odd jobs around the house. She was doing some landscaping the other day. That made me laugh. I mean, right? Why not? <clears throat> yeah, I mean, she's got nothing else going on, nothing else to do. I mean, none of us do really, but uh, yeah. Christine and I have to like work uh, yeah. throughout the day. Um, and so my sister's just like, doop to do. I'll go out and I'll rake some leaves. Yeah, we'll do this now. Yeah. So Dave, how are you doing? Uh, doing okay. I think yesterday was a bad day. It was a dark day yesterday. I think yeah. like every once in a while, the enormity of the situation kind of like hammers me down and I'm just sick of dealing with kids yelling at each other. <laughs> yeah. I'm yelling at the kids. So it's just not going well. And like, yeah, it was one of those nights for <clears throat> by the end of the night, I'm just like waste, like wasted as in super tired. Yeah. I'm just not, I don't know. Today was a new day. It was better today. I got a long weekend. The stock market is closed on Good Friday, so. Oh really? Really? Yeah, it's it's like a it's, it's like a thing that carried over from a long time ago. So then, my company's huh. closed. So that's nice. Right. Um, I feel like I'm doing a lot better than when last we spoke. Yeah, well, yeah. that's good. I've come out of it a little bit. Um, kind of just more or less accepted our new reality 
Yeah. <laughs> mm. My dog's getting walked so much, you guys. It's crazy. Does he hate it now? Uh, no, no. He's still like he had uh, four walks yesterday. Uh, he went. He walked <laughs> seven miles. Uh, and, oh my gosh! Yeah, and uh, and even even for that last walk, he's like, "Come on, fuckers, let's go!" <laughs> and, and every big dog he passed, he was like, "Come on, come on, I'll show you my dick." <laughs> seven miles. How many steps is that? Do you do your step, your step counter in your phone? I, I don't. I I have I have it on my watch, but I don't know. I, I don't look at the step count. I don't know. I always I'm always tracking my steps. Yeah. I started running. Yeah. This is a true sign of the apocalypse. <laughs> Dave's running. You got your short shorts and your headband. Today today I was it was freaking cold today, but I did it. Yeah, today was like schizophrenic, man. It was nuts. Yeah. Super bonkers. Yeah. I didn't run today though, because I'm a little worried about cold induced asthma. Yeah. Yeah. So today it was yeah. it, it was crazy. That would I was be good. I was like, I posted a picture of the snow coming down and it looked like a blizzard. Uh, 15 minutes later, sunny as hell, uh, yeah. no snow oh, on the ground. And then like 20 minutes later, snowing again. It was crazy. Yeah, um, yeah it kind of sucked. Yeah. Yeah. And, and next week, I mean, this is this is the brutal part about it is it, it'd be nice if it was just gorgeous out, you know? Yeah. yeah you can go sit outside or walk around a bit. But next week, it's supposed to be in the fucking 30s. And... Yep. And all that, all that snow and shit. Just, and just, yeah, just cold generally. Yeah, yeah, probably damp. I'm glad we didn't get a big snow in March. That would yeah. have been bad. Yeah. Um. So yeah. So Mo, you're you're drinking less. Yeah. Than, than last time. Yeah, that's good. Yeah. So was that? You think that was like, um, you know, like there are the twelve stages of grief. There are probably a certain number of stages of pandemic. Or of, of quarantine where it's just like for the first couple of weeks you just drink yourself crazy because uh-huh. nothing else going on and then and you realize yeah and then you and then like me you can't fucking sleep at night and you're like i i got a problem i need to stop <laughs> <laughs> my body was just like stop it uh-huh <laughs> no well, good well and then it doesn't help that you know i've got this sleep app on my watch and uh my watch for like four nights in a row was like, what the fuck is with your sleep? You know, what's going yeah. on? Uh, <laughs> so after a few nights of that, I'm like, okay, I should probably figure this out and stop yeah. developing a uh, dependence. I've pretty, I've pretty much stayed steady with that. Maybe, maybe one a day, not quite, mm-hmm. but, yeah. but the snacking, man, that's where it gets. I, well, this, yeah. Just at home snacks are around. We stack, we, we stocked up on snacks. Yeah. It's not good. Yeah. Um, so I'm trying to cut that back. Christine kept buying pretzels. Why? For some reason. I don't know. We had like five different varieties of pretzels and like pre- pretzel mustards, you know, like three different kinds of pretzel Ooh. mustards. And so like you, I was like, oh, pretzels and, you know. Yeah. Oh, let's try it with the spicy mustard. Oh, let's yeah. try it with the garlic mustard, you know. Mm, so that was a problem for a bit the cereal we stocked up on cereal and now we just have a ton of it so then at night i'm like i'll think i'll have a bowl of cereal which is like <laughs> that's my downfall man yeah yeah um <laughs> most just laughing it's true it's my downfall <laughs> cereal well, no. frosted mini wheats well now you got that instagram account you got to keep up you know that's that's like an alcoholic just 
like posting this is my drinking blog yeah that's what it is it's my snacks blog Mo, Dave, Mo, Dave's got a, I don't know if you've seen this, but Dave's got a new Instagram account. He's a, he's trying to be a snack influencer now. Yep. I would, oh my gosh, that would be so amazing if some company reached out to me and was like, do you want to try some snacks? That would, that's my dream. Yeah. Yeah. I, I saw, you know, when you go on Instagram, it says you should also follow this person or that person. And it said Dave Hilden. And I'm like, well, I already follow Dave Hilden. What the hell? And then I noticed it was a second account. Dave, Dave snack account. Hildo snacks. Look it up. <laughs> Look Give it, it a follow. Up. It's not private. That that sucker's open for anybody. Absolutely. Yeah, I'm going to use the hashtags. I'm going to be that guy. Yeah. Hildo snacks. Join Instagram for that, Mo. I won't tell. All right. So uh, speaking of uh, following, um, you're listening to Super the Hardest. Uh, you can find us in our basements. Otherwise, you can find us uh, at mojomenace.com where we have forums, mojomenace.com slash forums. And I'm gonna, I'm just going to go out on a limb here and call Gruel the uh, Mojo Menace Forums Member of the Year 2020 because single-handedly that guy keeping that thing alive. Uh, so good for him. Uh, yeah. if, if you're on our forums, you can also get the link to our Discord chat room. Uh, and that's where all the action is, boy. <laughs> we got new channels I, popping up all the time i was on discord today and i honestly was like oh yeah we have forums yeah i should, I should look at those sometime <laughs> yeah everybody goes to discord now forums are forums are dead i mean it's not like our forums are ever just like jumping but um everybody seems to be on discord these days pretty uh, lively that's my twitter feed uh i think lag's probably gonna have a coronary um in the next a uh, month or so uh we so mo you'd appreciate this on our discord chat we yeah, have yeah. a we have a cooking channel called cooking the hardest yeah and yeah. uh and uh lag posts um the food that he cooks in there and i'm just like oh no i'm just like man your, your arteries have to just be going <laughs> i mean the food looks delicious but he, he makes sandwiches yeah. that are like like this big you know they, they're like oh, a foot wow. tall Ten pickles, pound of beef, yeah. <laughs> six slices of bacon. Yeah, they could they could stop the heart of an elephant, man. Well, I made a tasty burger today. I made it yesterday. Ooh. All right, Moe's Cooking it's Corner. Thing. Tell us about it. Yeah. So it's from the one cow, mm -hmm. the holiest of holy Iowa cows. Yeah. You may remember that adventure. Uh huh. Yep. It involved a trip to the top of a silo in a pagan cemetery. <laughs> yeah. Wait. I don't know if I remember that part. It's a good, it's good, and a, a lot of whiskey. But that wasn't my fault. That's just how the Iowans are. Mm -hmm. um, so I, you know, just normal. I kind of made it. I think I used uh, John's Burger go-to, like an egg and some breadcrumbs. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and, and I haven't done that fried, in a while. Yeah, threw some uh, Worcester sauce in with it because I like that. Mm-hmm. And uh, and then salt and pepper, not not too much, because um, the flavor of the meat is is ex exceptional. Yeah, but then it sounds like a meatloaf burger with kind, the egg. Well, it, right. So, but then on it, then I, I grilled uh, some serrano peppers and some sweet peppers and slices of onion, and uh, that went on top. Then with a little steak sauce and sriracha over that. 
been slathered on the top of the bun was uh, artichoke jalapeno <laughs> spread. Oh, nice. Oh, that sounds my. amazing. Yes, and it was. But, you know, I ate that. I'm like, I don't think I need to eat for the rest of the day. Yeah. That was lunch at 1 o'clock. That was, that was 6.30 this morning, and then you <laughs> yeah. just decided to call it a day. Yeah. <laughs> you and the neighbor's three-year-old was out by your grill. Right? Yeah, yeah. Like, um, go ahead and play with that. Uh, have you ever made the pub sauce from America's Test, test Kitchen? The pug sauce? Pub. Pub sauce. Pub. No. You got to look that crap up, Mo. So good. Worcestershire, soy sauce, brown sugar, garlic, chives. What do you do with it? It's for burgers. Okay. You make it and then you just dip everything in it. (laughs) (laughs) Look it up. Everything. Yeah, I got you. Yeah, all of it. (laughs) Um, So I, uh, I'm gonna. I want to get to the uh, to the emails here. I haven't checked. Uh, I haven't checked drunk dials, and we're probably not going to do that until we're out of uh, out of quarantine because that's technical shit that I don't want to get into. Um, but uh, we've got we got a very important email this morning, um, or at least I, I I saw it this morning. Uh, I, so every morning, uh, if you ever want to know where I am around seven thirty a.m., it's I'm on the shitter, uh, <laughs> checking my checking my email, reading the news. Um, so I got this email this morning, um, when I was taking a shit from the Walgreens pharmacy. No, no. <laughs> Letting us know that they don't use Skype anymore, but our prescription is ready. Yeah. Um, so greetings and salutations. Well, I'll, I'll mention this on discord as well, but I banged out a rough first script for the pilot episode of the best damn show on TV. Any comments and criticisms are welcome. I'm going for a cheesy 90s TGIF sitcom vibe. Not over the top, but still goofy and just a fun little show. Uh, Let me know what you guys think. Like I say, if there are things to change, take out or add, I'm open to all suggestions, unless the suggestion is to quit while I'm ahead, because that's not an option. If I hit the lottery, we're making this show. Your friend, Tex. Uh. So as you guys can probably imagine or guess this is a uh the script for uh, uh an episode of trouble in laws yes um i'm sure it's gold so uh um, it's got lots of scenarios so for those who are not in the know uh about a year and change ago dave was living with his in-laws because uh you sold your house didn't have a place to live and you were living with your in-laws until you uh found a house to buy yeah until the house was renovated wasn't it yeah so then we bought a house and then we renovated it yeah and can you imagine slow if we were living with them right now (laughs) i texted my mother-in-law and i was like can you imagine if we lived with you guys right now (laughs) imagine how much water is on the stairway yeah Inside joke callback. Uh, I thought I was crazy because I have because Jess went to Costco and we bought twenty five pounds of flour and twenty five pounds of rice. Wow. Just because they have the big bags, we can't yeah, find flour anywhere. So we're like, fine, we'll just get the bag at Costco. Yeah, yeah. I thought I was crazy, but mm-hmm. oh, that there's pro- that stairway is probably lined twice. Jugs of water. You're yeah. probably the builder of the stairway. 
Just a pile of cash in the basement yep. hidden somewhere. Yep. <laughs> and guns. Lots and lots of guns. Oh, yeah. I bought a gun, too. So that's new. <laughs> I'm sure you did. <laughs> Not a pacifist anymore. That's what this quarantine has done to me, guys. Um, All right. Sorry, John. So, no, no. That's fine. Um, we are. Uh, I'm going to share my screen with you because we're going to do a table read of this sucker. All right, you oh, guys. Like this. You guys are ready. I thought this would be fun. All right, can you guys see it? Yep. <laughs> yeah. All right. So, um, Mo. Uh, well, Dave, you're obviously going to play the part of Dave. Okay. Uh, I think I should play the part of Dave. That makes more sense. <laughs> and uh, well, there's Actually, some. Wow. Plows there, to play the part of Dave. There are some lines in here that that's, that's funny. I gotta, I gotta go. Like, <laughs> that's hilarious. Klaus should Dave, play Dave. <laughs> Dave has left the Zoom call. <laughs> All right. So um, uh, Dave has the most lines. He's the star of the show. Yeah. Okay. Um, Thanks, Tex. Mo, because I feel like you probably have the best lady voice. Who doesn't? <laughs> uh, you are going to play the parts of 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 wife okay uh mother-in-law that's got a lot. name guys no none of none of, only dave has a name in this show every, every, it's it's wife mother-in-law and kid three okay okay i'm going to be the narrator father kid three a girl yeah okay uh, i'm going to be the narrator uh father-in-law and kid one and kid one and two sorry okay all right you got that so whenever you see um mo whenever you see uh wife mother-in-law it'll be mil or uh yep. kid three that's you um it'll be in bold yeah and uh and there might be so I'll, I'll handle all the stuff like all the stage direction that's kind of in between sure, yeah. dialogue but if there's your name like if it says a mother-in-law and then it says like reaches across the table just read that. You take care of that direction. You know what I'm saying? Because I'm not. I'm, you don't need to say I reach across the table. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. Uh, and I reach and, across the table. And uh, you're gonna like this. Let's let's keep this PG, Mo. Come on. <laughs> this podcast is always been PG. Under the table. Oh, okay. All right. Um, you guys are gonna like this. Uh, I hope. I downloaded an app called Pocket Sitcom. Okay, uh, and it's and it's a soundboard. You see this? It's a little soundboard oh, with uh, nice. with with different right. sitcom sound effects and uh, and music and uh, whatnot. So uh, anything highlighted, I see uh, the music. Yeah, anything highlighted in yellow is uh, my cue to play the music. So yeah. All right, are you ready? I'm going to start. Was... So anything oh. <laughs> you're born ready. So anything. Anything centered and in italics is is narrator. It's it's me. Yep. Okay. All right. Ready. So uh, here we go. All right. Trouble in laws pilot episode written by Tex. All right. Trouble in laws is filmed before a live studio audience. That's the first lie. Act one. <laughs> interior of house. Dave and his wife are in their bedroom, standing over overstuffed suitcases. Dave is packing another case while his wife is looking over a book. Oh, come on. I'm screwing up already? <laughs> oh, I got to turn my, turn my phone sound down. Here we go. 
don't know why we have to move. This house has great bones and everything's set up the way we want it. It's a little packed, but... Packed? Packed is the understatement of the year. This suitcase alone is only small tchotchkes. Yeah, I guess you're right. We walk into the kitchen. Hold on. Wife and wife and Dave walk yeah, into the where kitchen. Was it, where was our sitcom laugh, John? I played it. You guys just freaking stepped oh. on it. Here we go. All right. I'll still miss this place. This is where we did a lot of firsts. First suppers together. First kisses. First baby steps. Hold on. Hold on. Go to first kisses. First kisses. First baby steps. Wife looks over at a wall. No, that's me. That's me again. (laughs) Wife looks over at wall, smiles, and looks lovingly at the growth chart written in pencil on the kitchen wall. A lot of memories. A lot of memories. And just think of the ones we'll have in a new house with more space, more room for adventures. I just think we're rushing selling this house before we have any leads on a new place. We got a deal we couldn't pass up. The market is hot. Well, that is true. I'm just glad that our parents agreed to letting us move in with them in the meantime. Kids come running into the kitchen with small suitcases packed, overflowing with clothes and toys, excitedly trying to finish stuffing things in. You talk to your mom, right? They're expecting us tonight? Yes, it's all taken care of. We'll get the living room in the basement and the kids will get the small bedroom. And Dave... Yes? Dave, promise you'll get along with my dad. I know how he has his ways, and he's a little standoffish with you, but he's warming up to you. I'll definitely try for you. Bobby won't be able to resist. Flavor Dave! Don't do that again. Oh, yeah. Sorry. And wife? This is just temporary, right? Definitely. All right. And then we go to... <laughs> sounds are coming to Yeah. There you go. For, I think the sounds are, like, too close to the mic or something. They're not coming through. All right. You guys have to stop talking for a second. Sorry. Here we go. All right, there's a video of Dave getting ready for work hurriedly, running upstairs to the kitchen table. All families around the kitchen table having breakfast. Hold on, I'm going to play that again. All right, Dave pours a coffee and checks his watch. The Tasmanian Devil is a similar cartoony watch. Dave gets a look on his his face and says, I'm going to be late for work. Dave kisses all his kids on their heads, wife on the lips. Wife on the lips and kisses father-in-law on the head. Father-in-law is slightly visibly annoyed, but humored. Dave reaches out the door. We see a bus pulling away. Dave runs up to bus, briefcase in hand, slapping the side. The bus stops, lets him in. <laughs> lets him in. He gets on to see the passengers annoyed that he was late. He finds an empty seat after an old lady moves over. This will change to random random celebrity guests as the show gains popularity. Dave takes a bite of his toast as Trouble in Laws displays on screen. All right. 
<clears throat> Hold on, let's see. I think I've got one other thing we can do here. Oh. Uh, interior of in-laws basement. Uh, Dave is bringing a giant box down the stairs. Wife is in the living room, starting to unbox clothes. Father-in-law begins to flip open boxes with his finger. Dad, thank you so much for letting us stay here. This will be a huge help until we find the right house. Oh, no problem, Cupcake. We always love having grandchildren around and plenty of room. Dave, Dave trips and a box full of tiki glasses and comics spill out at father-in-law's feet. You guys sure have a lot of interesting stuff. These are collectibles. Some of them are worth a pretty penny. Father-in-law picks up a set of pogs, thumbing through them. <laughs> he cracks a slight smile and holds up a pog with a girl in a bikini on it. Oh, shit, hold on. I gotta pay attention to my cues. What's this worth? <laughs> Dave, quickly grabbing it out of his hands. I don't know. Oh, that's you. Sorry. I don't know how that got in there. My brother used to... We hear a wife calling out from another room. Dave! Coming! Dave puts the pog back in the box. Father-in-law gives a head shake of slight annoyance, sees the pog sitting in the box, picks it up, and puts it in his pocket. <laughs> Dave runs into the bedroom where the kids are fighting over the top bunk. Both of the kids want top bunk. I have to get my clothes ready for work tomorrow. You deal with this. Hey, hey, you guys, what's going on here? I should get the top bunk. I'm older. I should get the top bunk. I have better knees. <laughs> Can I stay with you guys in the living room? No. The sofa bed flips closed sometimes and it'll freak you right out. <laughs> Boys, knock it off. You know the rules. What do we do when we have an argument? Dad, no! Come on! You know the rules! Kid 1 gets out the electric electronic football game. This is so unfair. This game is just random. You call it random. I call it skill. You boys play for it. Girl, you get the bed in the laundry room. Kid 3, yes. kid three pumps her fist in the air. <laughs> and she leaves the room. Kids are playing electronic football as Dave leaves the room. Dave is sorting through boxes. Kids one and two come into the room and tell Dave to come. Dave and kids walk into the bedroom. Football game is running, but ball is unreachable, and the closest player is just standing in one spot, circling. What do we do now, Dad? Uh... Dave pulls the plug out of the wall. As the player slowly comes to a stop, he says, whichever... Oh, sorry, that's you, Dave. Whichever side he stops on, that's who gets the top bunk. Player stops dead in the middle. Uh, kid 2 gets the top bunk. He has better knees. <laughs> Both kids are annoyed, but accepting. Dave leaves the room to see father-in-law starting to put tiki glasses on the bar in the living room. Those are vintage. I meant to keep them in the box. Be gentle with them. Well, they're glasses, Dave. They're meant to be used. Dave looks on with trepidation. Mother-in-law comes down the stairs, sees the tiki glasses, and picks one up. Mother-in-law, what flea market did you 
Find these gaudy things at. They're vintage. They're old and ugly. They're Dave's. Dave walks up to the bar. And they're exquisite. <laughs> Thanks, they're vintage. Uh, so I heard. Dave gets called away for another child emergency, leaving father-in-law and mother-in-law at the bar. Mother-in-law starts flipping through the box, sees a pile of pogs, and picks out another bikini pog. This has to be vintage. Look at her. Father-in-law cuts her off and grabs the pog out of her hand. I'll have a talk with him about this. I'm sure you will. How long are they planning to stay here? Uh, just until they find a new house, or until I start breaking these glasses. He holds a tiki glass up to the front of his face. Well, you're definitely vintage. All right. That's the end of Act 2. And here's Act 3. Here, hold the, John, hold the speaker a little bit, or the phone a little bit farther away from the mic. It, like, makes it super quiet for some reason. All right. Yeah, it didn't work either. Yeah, it doesn't work for some reason. It's weird. Mm. There we go. All right. Act three, interior kitchen. Dave is sorting through takeout boxes, putting them out on the counter. Ow. Uh, Dave. Did you get insert generic Chinese food out of here, <laughs> like I said to get? I found this cool Indo-Turkish place on my Hildo Eats app. This is even better. Dave, my parents aren't as adventurous as... Flips through one container, <laughs> tiny squid arm flips out, still moving, closes container. <clears throat> you. That'll be great. These guys even threw in free candies. Well, at least the rest of us will have something to eat. Uh, Father-in-law, mother-in-law, kids enter the room. Mother-in-law comes up to the counter. Oh, Dave, you didn't have to do this. Thank you so much. Why, why is that container moving? Father-in-law looks over the containers, picks up the phone, and walks away. Uh, wife walks over, hands mother-in-law candy. Appetizer? Uh, mother-in-law takes candy, pops into mouth, and grimaces. I didn't know people were clamoring for pineapple and a burnt match in one candy. Dave stands by counter proudly, and kids come over. Awesome! Dig in! Why is that container moving? Wife gives Dave the look, and Dave starts testing random containers. Interesting texture. Ding dong! Mother-in-law looks at wife. It was record time. Father-in-law comes into the kitchen, holding the pizza boxes. Dave, could you move that container so I can put these down? Container moves itself. Never mind. Everyone dig in. 
Closing shot of the whole family eating pizza and laughing. Pull-out shot of the kitchen window up into the sky. Perfect sunset. <laughs> End credit. awesome <laughs> well, the takeout box should scurry away at the end yeah upside down with the tentacles out on the floor better off dead style do you guys remember that movie better off dead uh with john cusack man it's been a long time no i don't oh, think man. i ever saw it oh he's his his mom always makes crazy food yeah. she makes this jello with raisins and it just slides cool. across the table <laughs> <laughs> like scoots away nice it's awesome you guys, yeah, that's a quarantine movie worth watching. All right, all right. It's, Holds it, up. It's been a long time. I, I don't even remember when I watched it. I know I've seen it, but it's been years. Speaking of watching things, you guys still on a net, Netflix benders? Uh, uh, I don't, well, started watching Barry. Oh yeah. oh, yeah, what do you think? I like it, yeah. Uh, through the first season, watched the first two episodes, I think, of the second season. Okay. So I I love the the Chechnyan mobster <laughs> that he ends up what like uh what is his name No Ho Hank No Ho Hank yeah <laughs> that guy but Benny we're friends <laughs> he's like am I evil yeah oh no, yeah you're <laughs> so evil you're like super evil do I not tell you that enough <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, uh, we watched Tiger King like the rest of the United States. God damn it. Mo, did you watch it? I'm not going to. Don't it's, watch it. It's probably no, for the better. It's going to piss me off. Yeah. It, it, no, it's not. I don't know that it's going to piss you off. Yeah. It will because I'm staring at all those tigers. Yeah, yeah. Well, there is that. Um, that, that part's sad. That whole thing is just sad. It's, uh, it's, it's a goddamn train wreck. Well, yeah. And it's, uh. And and every single person on that show is just repulsive, right? And uh, and I, I, I was Donald, Donald Trump is the president. Yeah, that's. Yeah. I mean, that's what I kept saying throughout the whole thing. And and um, did you guys see that he's literally looking into whether or not he should pardon Joe Exotic? Of course. Like, like he's actually had a conversation with his son. I'm about sure. It. I'm sure he has. Nothing surprises uh, me anymore. But uh, uh, um, and I made the comment on our Discord chat today that the person who is the most "quote unquote" normal is the guy who has no legs because he uh, shattered them in a zipline accident. Yeah, I thought that was so funny. Sounds about right. And uh, did you notice that he has like perfectly white teeth? They got to be dentures. I did, man. Like that guy's teeth are rocking. They got to be dentures. Yeah. I bet all those guys had meth mouth, all of them. Yeah. So Joe Exotic's first husband, uh, that guy looked like a jack o' lantern. Yeah. Poor guy. Yeah. Uh, you'd think with all that money they had kicking around there, he could have bought his husband some fucking teeth. Yeah. But uh, apparently not. Uh, just no. drugs instead. 
So, Dave, I was I was wanting to stop. Well, I was wanting to stop after like episode one. I was like, all right, let's give it another go. And then by the time we got through episode four, I was like, okay, I'm done. I I don't want to watch this anymore. And uh, and Christine and uh, my sister, they were both they were both like, yeah, this is terrible. But we made it over halfway through. We got to see how it ends. And I'm just like, do we? Um, and then Dave, you're the one who said that episode five was going to blow my mind. Yep. And episode five, I, no joke. I paused it every five to 10 minutes just so we could like decompress and process what we had just witnessed. Oh yeah. It's, it's beyond bonkers. Yeah. That is cuckoo bananas to the and degree man <laughs> it totally is banana land and now i've discovered they're on what is it in three days they're putting out a an eighth episode oh like a, three days from now I, i'm pretty sure it said uh, april 12th oh my gosh i i think um i mean they gotta strike while the iron's hot you know i guess i <sighs> i just can't believe they have so much footage yeah like they obviously had some reenactment stuff in there yeah. But it's insane how much footage they actually have on camera. Well, he just, that guy loved himself and loved seeing himself on camera. And he, um, yeah. Yeah. And my, my youngest son, he, uh, he watched the first episode before we deemed it very inappropriate. <laughs> um, but he watched it long enough to develop a spot on Carol Baskin impression. He can come up to you right now and be like, hey there, cats and kittens. It's Carol Baskin. (laughs) (laughs) There was someone in my life. We were sitting on the couch, and I won't say who it was, but I looked over at Jessica, and I was like, that's this woman. And she was like, oh, my gosh. (laughs) She kind of, like, laughs when she's, like, saying perfectly normal things. Yeah. Um, Sorry, Mo. You're you're out of the loop right now. Um. My uh, my I I put out a like a little kind of newsletter for our our team every week, and today I started out with "Hey there, cats and kittens," <laughs> and there are plenty of people who got the joke because nobody else has anything else to do, you know, other than watch this goddamn horrible show. Did you see that uh, that post that people were putting where someone had put a note on their front door for the delivery drivers? Anybody leaving packages, they could vote with the package on whether or not Carol Baskin's murdered her husband. <laughs> That's hilarious. <laughs> yeah, it was funny. Hey there, cats and kittens. Uh, <laughs> I mean, I guess there's, you know, there's a kink for everything. Everybody's got an interest and whatnot. I had no idea there was such a, a, a subculture for big cats. Yeah, that sucks. Like at, at the end when they're given the stats about how many cats are in captivity versus how many cats are in the wild. In captivity in the U.S. Just in the U.S. Yeah. Yeah, and like only 1,000 are in the wild or something yeah. like that. It's yeah, crazy. it's super fucked up. And those that are in captivity are insanely unhealthy. Yeah. Oh, I'm like sure. They've got all kinds of problems. Yeah. And, uh, I mean, that guy, that whole like Las Vegas scene – blew my mind where it's like okay we're gonna shove a bunch of tiger cubs in a suitcase take them up to a hotel and then charge people to come up and play with the cats like what 
Yeah. What the fuck? Uh-huh. That These guy, are... man. Yeah. That Jeff Lowe guy. Yeah, yeah. Ugh. He should be in prison just for being a dirtbag. <laughs> so Dave it looks like yeah. So or Mo, in, there's this one scene. There's this. There's this. We I mean, every, everybody. Yeah. Every everybody. Yeah. Everybody in. Everybody in this show is a scumbag, pretty much, right? Um, but there's this one guy who's just a particular brand of scum. You know, he's wearing the affliction shirts and then like the headband with the baseball cap over top. And, you know, he's got the really thin goatee and like late fifties, probably. Right. Yeah. And, uh, and you know, he's hanging out with strippers and the whole deal. And, uh, he's, he's married or he's, I don't know if he's married. He's got this girlfriend, but anyway, there's this one point toward the end where it's like, uh, you know, what they're doing now that, you know, this whole shit's gone down and he like got his girlfriend pregnant. They're expecting a baby and they're sitting there and she's like, yeah, we're going to have a baby. And he's like, yeah. And as soon as she's, as soon as she has the baby, she needs to get to the gym. <laughs> and then, uh, yeah. and then he's talking about the nanny that he's hiring and he pulls up a picture of this nanny and she's like this super hot, like stripper looking nanny. And he's like, well, I figure if I'm going to have a baby and stuff around and a nanny, I might as well have a hot nanny, something to look at. Like, oh yep. my God. Yep. It's crazy. It's, crazy. Mm-hmm. it's gross. Yeah. Yeah. And, and that's, that's about par for the course on that show. That's pretty much everybody. Yeah. Um, you know, some, Mo, picture like some of the seediest, dumbest people you met in Merrill and then just oh. make a whole TV show yeah. out of them. Yeah. And give them hundreds of thousands of dollars. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I think, uh, um, I was blown away with the way that they released information to you during the episodes. Yeah. Like, like the way they staggered the information was so well done. Yeah. Cause it wasn't necessarily always chronological. No, it was like, it was like layered. They'd be like, yes. okay, and then while this was going on, this was also happening. Like that was that blew my mind. The yeah. way they did that, we're like, I don't know. And then yeah, oh, while this was happening, he was also running for governor of Oklahoma. Yes, like, yeah, like the the, the editing of the, the editing of this stuff was just amazing. It, it truly was. It truly was. Uh, my friend said that he watched that John Oliver episode live. When he was oh. when he was talking about Joe Exotic running for governor, yeah, yeah. So then, he, when he saw the Tiger King, he was very excited to get the inside scoop on that. <laughs> yeah, don't watch it, Mo. Just don't watch it. No, I'm not going to. I regret watching it because I'm just like I feel dumber after this. I feel like I have to hose well, myself down. Well, and it's it's shit like that that just makes me even more angry. Because I mean, let's just never even mind the fact that they've got all these gigantic animals in cages they can hardly turn around in. But, like, these assholes exist, and yeah. there's a lot of them. Yeah. It's a yeah. it's a, an astonishing percentage of the population. Yeah. People pulling shit, just pulling shit like that. And it's constantly. just gross how, like, basically after they're a year old, the tigers are worthless to them. Yeah, yeah. And so they murder some of the tigers. Yeah. Because they just don't have enough space. It's just gross. Yeah. And uh, Mo, you'll appreciate this when uh, when Joe Exotic was running for governor of Oklahoma, um, they were interviewing like uh, 
his supporters or potential supporters or whatever. Yeah. And of course, when has this become like a virtue where they're just like, you know, you know, he just says what's on his mind. You know, he yeah. just he just says what he wants to say. And I think that's really good. It's like, yeah. when did the fuck, <laughs> when did like having no filter and just saying whatever stupid bullshit pops in your head, when did that become a virtue? That's the same shit that, that they said about George Bush. Well, yeah, Joe well, Jr., well, I'm, right? and it's, and it's also what they say about Trump on a fucking daily basis, you know? Absolutely. But like that goes back to at yeah. least 2000. Yeah. And it's all like, I know is there would not fly I from... have beer with him. Like you have no business having a beer with the president of the United States. Yeah, I don't care who you are. It wouldn't fly for me if I was trying to do that at work. I'll say that. Well, it's Just, like, it's like, like, when did, when did we stop valuing like, uh, this person person actually thinks about what he's going to say before he says it, and yeah. and and you know, it's like, what the or this fuck? person's clearly a total fuckwit. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> You know, he just says what's on his mind and what he feels. I think on that I think that's refreshing. Yep. And then his campaign manager's like, "I'm 100 percent sure he has no idea what a libertarian is." <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, he got. Oh, and I mean, we're just gonna spoil this whole thing. We're fucking yeah. whatever. He got uh, Mo. Right he he hired his uh, his uh, his campaign manager after he met him working at the ammunition counter at Walmart. <laughs> Yes, he did. Yeah. I mean, where, yeah. where else are you going to find a campaign manager that understands a man who speaks his mind? And the campaign manager was like, yeah, he offered me it. And I was like, damn, that's my dream job. <laughs> yeah, hey, it's been on but, top of my list. But also, like, the campaign manager seemed like the sanest one of all of them. That yeah, and the yeah. guy with no legs. Yeah, totally. Totally. Uh yeah, we we should stop talking about it because goddamn, I I don't want to add to this bullshit. We already we've, we've already done enough damage. It's got layers, man. That thing's an onion. It is. Yeah. It is. Uh, he found two dudes to Most marry him at the same time. That was something. Mostly, I spent my time watching YouTube. Yeah, watching X Wing, X Wing games. <laughs> really, transporting through all the slow shit. Yeah. Like, oh, that's fun. That's fun. So you're, like, that's looking fun. up strategies or what? Uh, you know, I don't know. Just watching something. My life has something. been changed from watching how to play board games on YouTube. I know we talked about this last time, but yeah. it saves me so much time. Absolutely. Yeah. I'm, uh, I'm in the middle of – oh, sorry. Go ahead. Like the rules just suck half the time. Like, oh yeah, people don't know how to write. Yeah, that's true. That's yeah. Something you can do about that. Like there... sometimes they don't even explain what's on the cards. No. They're like, oh, do this, this, and this. Play these cards. Like, yeah. okay, well, these cards have what? ten symbols on them. Yeah, I need to know what these mean. Yep. <laughs> that's the one thing that drains me about board games is you know is having to read the read the rules because. Because, you know, whenever Christine wants to play a game, I'm just like, can we play something we already know? Because I know that I'm going to be the one that has to read the damn rules and learn the game, you know? Oh, Jessica's very clear with me. She will not play if I have to touch the rule book. Yeah. So I got. Yeah. I have to have that thing memorized before we start playing <laughs> or else we're not playing. Yeah. It's brutal. Yeah. <laughs> I've got some down. I've got some down. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and then, the, and then the other thing is like some of the games are so damn complicated that after you learn the rules, if you don't play it like regularly, you're fucked. Yeah. 
you know, yeah, like yeah. The, my favorite game that we've played in ages was Rising Sun. And I'd love to bust that out again, but I know that I'm going to have to be like, okay, I'm going to spend three hours reading the rules again. Yeah. Which is a bummer. Well, your guys' recommendations have been spot on for me. We've been having a lot of fun playing them. Yeah. Which which yeah. One, which ones have you been enjoying the most? Uh, well, we borrowed that Rattle Battle, grabbed the loot from Mo, which the rule book was not good. But then, it's garbage. Yeah. Yeah, I found playbooks uh, or playthroughs online, and that's that's super helpful. It's really fun. You like. You have a huge pile of dice that you drop into the game, so you and then you yeah, and then you read the dice and you battle. So like, and then you grab the loot. Yeah. Yep. You'd love it. It's right in the name. But then you have you have these cardboard ships that you upgrade throughout the game, and so like you buy more cannons, you buy more sails, and then you can use your cannons in the battle. So the beginning is like super random about what you're gonna get, but by the end you've got the souped up ship that you can use to. And you can play two different versions. So you can play a version where you just fight the board, so the like the non the NPs, or you can play against each other. We haven't even played against each other yet. We've just been doing the scenarios where you play against the the NPCs, whatever. Fair enough. Um, what else? Um, lanterns, which was really fun. Oh yeah, that's a good one. Um, card game called Trash Pandas. That you, oh, yeah. that, Mo, that you told no. me about. It's really fun. Easy to pick up. Those are actually raccoons, John. They're not really yeah. trash. Oh, I'm <laughs> familiar. I'm familiar. Another card game, super simple, uh, Fox in the Forest, which Mo told me about that, too. All right. It's just like a two-player games that are quick to play. Trash Pandas is more than two, but it works for two players. Uh, and then we played the Planet of the Apes board game that I have, too, which is fun. Nice. Yeah, I, I need to get Ethan playing uh, playing some rounds of Yomi with me. What is that one? Uh, it's uh, it's it's basically like Street Fighter, the card game. Oh, really? Yeah, Mo got me into that, and then uh, um, and then after I got into it, he bought me like the I don't know the case for it. Basically, yeah. it's, it's a carrying box, and uh, so every deck, uh, Dave is a is a different character. Yeah. Um, and so I just wound up buying up all the characters because I love the game so much. It's called Yomi? Yo, uh, Y-O-M-I. Okay. And you can buy just like individual decks and the decks, yeah. decks are generally like eight to 10 bucks or eight to eight to 12 bucks between there. And they're on Amazon. Um, it's really, really fun. I love I like it. like a Street Fighter met, uh, rock, paper, scissors. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, Which okay. sounds strange, but. That's what it is, really. So, is there a lot of chance involved, or do you like build your deck? Or uh, think of it like a little bit like war, you know, like the game oh, of war. Okay. Yeah, you slap your cards down at the same time, and you're like, oh, rock beats scissors or whatever. And then okay. you can, and then you can also add like combos to it, or you can do blocks. Oh, okay. Um, you can do. Yeah, you know, there's chance in that you're drawing from a deck, but yeah. you get to decide. You you can always choose when and how to play your cards. Like you don't. You know, when you yeah. when you have that initial attack, it can go. You always get to decide what that card is. It's never like you have to do this or you have to do that. And that sounds cool. There's a lot of reading your opponent too. So like, yeah, so cool. like when I play with Ethan, after a while, I'm like, I can almost guess what he's going to put down based on what he did last. You know, so mm -hmm. there's a lot of that, and there's you know just and I, I don't know, and so and every character has hit points, so you're kind of whittling away at their at their life bar basically just like you would in a fighting game 
I fucking love Sounds it. Sounds cool. It's one of my favorite games. I bought a it's starter pretty fast. I bought a starter deck or set for uh, Keyforge, but it's a little bit too complicated for Max. Mm. It's a little bit too complicated for me, I think. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Dave, do you have an iPad? No. Um, you have an iPhone. Um, I think you can download a demo of Yomi. Um, oh, really? On, on iPhone, yeah. Um, well, if the decks are cheap, I'll just get a couple of decks. Yeah. Um, I'm, I'm just saying so you can kind of get a feel for how oh, it yeah. plays. Yeah. Otherwise, there are videos out there, too, that you can watch and um, you can get an idea of how it plays. I love it, though. It's great. Um, yeah. So after, uh, after Joe Exotic and Tiger King, I felt like I had to kind of cleanse my soul. So I started watching a, 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 a French musical. <laughs> so I'm just like, I can say Big Trouble in Little China. Yeah, no, no. Uh, there's a there's a there's this classic French musical called uh, The Umbrellas of Rochefort, uh, which uh, I watched like a year ago, and I I was because it was just as Criterion Channel was starting, and so if you committed to subscribe, like if like basically like a pre order. Um, they would yeah. dole, they would dole out like a free movie every week as they as that led up to the actual launch date. So I would watch it every week, and uh, w- one of them was this Umbrellas of Rochefort, and I was like, okay, a French musical uh, like from the fucking like late fifties, early sixties. I don't know, and I wound up loving it like fucking five out of five. I thought it was amazing. Wow, I mean, it was so good. And then uh, I discovered recently that they actually made like a follow-up to it, like just a couple of years later, and it's called "The Young Girls of Rochefort," and it's oh, all yeah. like it's all like this lost love and you know, foofy stuff. And so I don't know why I like it so much because I fucking generally hate musicals, right? And and yeah. uh, and and you know, I don't know. It's it's just corny shit, and it's like. Oh, I love you and all this blah 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 stuff. But goddamn, the music's great. Uh, it's just uh, it's awesome. So it's on, nice. it's on Criterion Channel. So I'm in the middle of that now, and I just need to finish it up. It's fucking great. I got a confession for you, John. Yeah. I don't think Yakuza's for me. <laughs> I figured. I'm, gl- I'm glad you get. I'm glad you gave it the college try. Though. I gave a couple hours. Yeah, just a couple though. So did you get? Yeah. Did you get? How many chapters are you in? I'm only like halfway through the second. Okay. Um, I think. So every, do me a favor. Okay. Get through chapter three. Snap the disc in half. What did you say? <laughs> Snap the disc in half. No. Um, <laughs> get through chapter three because every Yakuza game like kind of ramps it kind of like eases you into it and then at certain point it all opens wide up and the whole fucking thing opens up and that usually happens like around chapter three all right um you're probably you're probably in a pretty like linear scripted kind of situation right now well like sort of yeah it's like it's script it's super scripted but they don't tell you anywhere where you're supposed to go you're just supposed to like kind of figure it out no, no, there's a mini map and there's a little dot that says, you know, where your next obje- objective is. So and apparently in the walkthrough that you sent me to, this part they don't give you that dot. Oh, you get okay. it later, I okay. guess, but not now. Right. Like, okay, great. 
So I've had two sessions at night where I play for like half an hour, 45 minutes, and I've like not progressed at all. I, I don't know why you would not seek out a walkthrough instead of just like walking in circles for 45 minutes. I, well, I'd like to try to do it on my own, I guess. <laughs> you, I like, you like to frustrate yourself. And then I bought the first PS4 Doom because it was on sale on the, it was on sale. Oh, I thought you had that. No, I borrowed it from you, I think, or somebody. Oh, right. Yeah, you did. Um, and I was like, oh, I really want to get Doom Eternal, but I don't want to drop the 60 bucks. So this one is seven ninety nine. It's going to yeah. give me my fix. Yeah, I love that. Game. Felt like I was taking cocaine after I was <laughs> switched from Yakuza to that. Yeah, totally. Um, I picked up uh, Resident Evil 3 and played a few hours of that. I'm hoping to pound through that this week because Final Fantasy VII Remake's coming. It's on its way. It'll be here in two days. How is how is it compared to 2? Like, I always liked the third one more than 2. I had never played the third one before. Um and uh, it so far, I mean, it plays just like two. It's a little more actiony. Um, I don't mind that, um, uh, but it's fucking gorgeous. Like it's is really really good looking, just like two was, you know. Yeah, two looked amazing. Um, but yeah, I love it so far. You know, it's got all the standard Resident Evil stuff where you're finding weird stuff to unlock doors and you know stupid like logic puzzles that make no practical sense, but you're still you still yeah. love it, you know. I did switch out my hard drive on my PS4, and that worked pretty well. That was easy. Yeah, it's super easy. It's just a bummer. You have to re-download all your stuff. Yeah, but now I have double the space, and it's a solid-state drive, so it runs oh, and yeah. loads faster. Two terabytes? No, it was just a terabyte. I have two terabytes, and because my kids have all sorts of crap loaded on it, I'm almost out of space constantly. Yeah, you've got a lot more games than I do. It's my my kids, well, they've got all that like, yeah. EA stuff. Like anything made by EA is like four hundred thousand gigabytes. It's <laughs> my so yeah, yeah, it's true. Those Star Wars games are like, I think those are well over a hundred gigs each. Yeah, it's nuts. I did finish Jedi Fallen Order, so that's why I moved on to Yakuza. Yeah. Yeah, so what are you guys doing? What are, what are you guys doing to try to keep yourselves sane this weekend? I have no idea. I don't know what I'm doing tomorrow. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Have you noticed that, like, uh, because for me, this is the case for me, because the days, like, just all run together, time is moving really quickly. Like, I can't believe oh, yeah. it. I can't believe tomorrow's Friday already. Yeah. That's crazy. I've heard that from many people. This week went slow for me, but the rest of the last week went super fast. So yeah. I don't know. It goes. We we actually bought the stuff to make an Easter dinner at home. Nice. I got a ham. We're gonna make cheesy potatoes. <laughs> nice. Um, yeah. Uh, so tomorrow I'm gonna go do um, curbside pickup from Zenbox. Oh, nice. Yeah, oh, I forgot about that. I should do that too. I'm gonna call it in, and my sister's so bored that she's gonna drive to pick it up. Nice. And Let me know how it goes. It's quite a distance from here. It's like a half hour. That the those the couple that runs that place are amazing. Yeah, they are. They truly are. Do you follow them on Instagram? No. So before they had that restaurant, they had a Skyway location that I ate at. Yeah. When I first worked downtown, once or twice a week, so I got to know the wife of the couple. Yeah. Because I would be in there all the time, so we'd always say hi to each other and stuff, and so. Follow follow him on Instagram. It's the best account I follow. 
I'll yeah, I'll check him out. He because he travels all. I mean, usually travels all over the place. Like he goes to, um, he goes to Asia at least twice a year, and then he just like it's like a like a like goes to learn shit, right? So he goes he goes to like ramen and noodle shops all over Asia and takes pictures and talks about it, and it's really it's really great. Well, on their website, they're doing they were doing. I think they still are. Pay pay what you can. Yeah, which yeah. I think is pretty amazing. Yeah, and uh, so his Instagram account is Ramen Architect. Oh, maybe I did. I did follow him at one point because he did like crazy, like colored, uh, like, detailed drawings of all the ingredients of all of his stuff that he was trying out. Right. Yeah. So when he's yeah, coming, okay. up, Mo, Mo, when he's coming up with new menu items, he'll draw them out with colored pencils and stuff, and <laughs> how he wants it to look in the bowl or on the plate yeah. or whatever. It's pretty cool. It's pretty cool. Um, so yeah, I'm doing that, and then. So I don't know if you guys have, you're probably aware of this, but like a lot of musicians, indie musicians especially, are doing like these uh, home concerts, like uh -huh. live streaming. Um, so I've been watching a lot of those and trying to donate to those when I can. Um, Rick from Pile has a whole series going, so I've watched a couple of those and thrown him a few bucks. So I've been kind of encouraging people on the forums and stuff to check that stuff out if there's like a musician that you really dig especially like an indie musician they kind of make all their cash on the road and uh, yep. so it's pretty cool you know just some dude in his living room with his guitar yeah is it <laughs> good yeah yeah i mean ricks have been great um he's got like this whole setup going um he's got like this foot organ thing that he plays he's like a one-man band it's nuts he's got this <laughs> foot organ that he plays he's got like pedals and stuff so he can like you know like loop pedals kind of so he can keep like another instrument going while he's playing his shit and um yeah it's really impressive so i just was thinking about you because your tell him steve dave thing is probably not happening now or uh they've got oh me oh you mean the the thing in june yeah yeah in new jersey most likely not yeah um, but uh as far as like their um patreon content they've got a good backlog of stuff that i think they're still putting out there that's good. My boss and I were talking about whether or not the state fair is going to happen this year. And that's a huge deal in Minnesota. I guess yeah. it's only been canceled like three or four times in its history. Yeah. This might be, uh, you know, four or five or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. All right, gentlemen. Uh, uh, I think we can wrap it up, huh? <laughs> yeah. I think we run out of steam on this motherfucker. Yeah, um, so, uh, uh, Probably to, I had to get through one and a half more chapters of the Yakuza. That's right. Gotta stay awake for it. Uh, uh, to Hilden? To Hilden. Uh, yeah, Don Chichio. Don Chichio! So, uh, uh, don't call the drunk dial line for a bit. I'm not going to play any of that shit because that requires me doing technical shit that I don't know how to do. But do drop us a line at mailbag at mojomenace.com. There you go.